Good morning and welcome to Emmett Audio, episode 209. It was raining all night, so it's quite drippy here, up where I walk the dogs. And um, today what I wanted to talk about was these two styles of woodworking, um, both of which really have a place in spoon carving. But it's important to recognize them for what they are and to understand when you should use one versus when you should use the other. Um, and the dichotomy is not necessarily what you're thinking here. Uh, what I call them is nibbling versus diving. So nibbling is what uh, many, especially hand tool woodworkers, are used to doing because nibbling is what you do when you use a plane because the throat of the plane fixes how much wood it's going to remove at any one point, you creep up on <clears throat> the, li the line that you are trying to achieve gradually, which means it takes time, but it's also more controlled. Um, diving is where you envision the line you want and you go for it, diving down into the wood. Now, obviously, how much you can dive is going to be limited by some very, um, it's going to be limited by the type of tool and by the qualities of the wood and by the geometry of the tool <clears throat> and your own strength to some extent. But uh, understanding that these are two different things um, and when to use them is important. So the most common situation where people nibble when they should dive, for instance, is when you're axing around the back shoulder of a spoon, like the, like the perimeter bandsaw cut, the one that's 90 degrees to the top face and sort of defines the outline of the spoon, <clears throat> and you're trying to remove that corner and sort of make it a rounded shoulder, a lot of times people will uh, approach that as something that they should nibble down. So they try and hit off the littlest corner and then hit the next little bit off below that, hit the next little bit off below that, that's actually a lot harder than simply hitting at the start of the line you want and then driving that line down. Because driving the line down basically involves hitting in the same spot over and over again, and each time it gets driven, you know, a centimeter or less. Um, and But essentially your hand is doing the same thing, whereas nibbling actually requires that you hit in a different spot each time that degree of accuracy is almost impossible to maintain. So I think mentally people are thinking, oh, okay, I sort of, now I remove this material and I start at the top and I dig my way down. Um, but actually, uh, but actually it's important to drive the line, to dive the line down exactly onto the line you want and just chase it around at that point. Because if you've, uh, because if there's not too much material on the other side of it, you should be able to sort of just drive that line without the material binding up the axe. Now, there are times in the spoon carving process when you do want to nibble. Uh, for me, this is most evident when I'm carving the bowl of the spoon, where I start off by nibbling. I start in the center, and I nibble, 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 nibble. But, crucially, there is a point as I'm approaching the finishing cuts, where I switch from nibbling to diving. Um, and 
usually this happens when I go from sort of having a bunch of choppy cuts where the, the belly of the bowl is not particularly smooth and I want to make the, the, the belly of the bowl have that nice smooth curve. That isn't going to happen by nibbling off the high points. You nibble off the high points until you get close and then at a certain point you see if you can dive and hit that smooth curve. And if you've removed enough material you will be able to. If you haven't gotten it close enough to the approximate curve you won't be able to. Sorry, I'm listening to what might be thunder. You won't be able to because there's too much uh, force holding those fibers of wood together because um, the hook knife just can't generate enough power to get underneath too big of a lump, essentially. So, but it's a crucial difference in mindset, right? If you were just nibbling your way to a finished spoon bowl, you would scrape and scrape and scrape at the highest parts. And you'd keep scraping, you'd keep scraping, and gradually they would blend down into a curve. But that's not how you get the nicest curve. You get the nicest curve by getting to that point where you're close, and then making some bold cuts that create that curve by diving under the remaining material. And then, of course, you blend those two together with some scraping, nibbling cuts. So it's a combination of the two, but if you only nibble, you're not going to have the results that you could if you dive. And of course, you can't only dive because uh, you won't end up with the delicacy that you achieve from nibbling. So that's it. It's a combination of those two things. And where I mo most often see it is when people are axing, uh, they do a lot of nibbling. And when people are... Um, when people are doing their opening cuts with the, the straight knife, they do a lot of nibbling. And I would argue that, um, let's see, how do I do it? Axing for me is almost always diving cuts. The initial sloyd knife work is almost all diving cuts. In the middle stage of the spoon, I have some nibbling cuts with the straight knife as I'm establishing exactly the facets that I want. And the opening stage of the hook knife is nibbling cuts, but it switches to diving cuts, then switches back to nibbling cuts. And then the final work on the back of the bowl with the straight knife is diving. Well, no, what is it? It's like a combination diving and nibbling because you are being careful to sort of just scrape off a bit from the top, but you're also trying to get those long cuts that really define a facet so it's, it's sort of a combination of the two in an interesting way um, but I, I hope this helps you think about what it is that you're doing that's not serving your process thanks for listening guys talk to you tomorrow